Have you ever wondered what unicorns eat for breakfast? Or maybe what they use to keep their skin looking so flawless? Well, even if I don't know these answers, I can tell you something equally as interesting and unicorn related. Over 20% of all unicorn startups are using HubSpot, and for good reason. HubSpot's all-in-one platform levels up your sales, software, and support so you can grow beyond your wildest dreams, boosting leads and ramping sales along the way. They even have a constantly evolving collection of resources to help startups scale. Plus, with the HubSpot for Startups program, you can save up to 90% off your first year. I'll admit it does sound a little too good to be true. But unlike that majestic and also incredibly fictitious unicorn, HubSpot for Startups is all real. To see if you're eligible to save on HubSpot and take your growth to new heights, visit HubSpot.com startups. Howdy folks, good morning. It is Monday, August 7th. I'm Jacob Cohen and this is The Hustle Daily Show. On today's menu, cells, specifically cell-cultivated meat or lab-grown meat as it's known. Right now it's the hottest dish out there, much, much hotter than its meatless cousin, plant-based meat alternatives. And we will discuss this trend and the dollars behind it in just a bit. But before we do, let's quickly talk about what else is happening in the world of business and tech. Let's get crack All right, first things first, Google failed to impress full-time employees with the opportunity to stay at its on-campus hotel for a $99 per night special deal. Just imagine no commute, the description began. Uh, Yeah, it's called working from home. And many of your employees, Google, would prefer it. We're just going to move along. Speaking of, talk about a tough call. Many companies want less work happening over Zoom, like Google, but we didn't expect Zoom itself to be one of them. Employees who live within 50 miles of one of the video conferencing leaders' offices are now expected to spend at least two days there each week. Up next, it worked for Lego, it's worked for Barbie, and now Crayola has a new entertainment division for family content. Its first project is an animated adaptation of the kids' podcast, The Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. Speaking of, Barbie is now a $1 billion film, the sixth since the pandemic. All right, up next, over at X, formerly known as Twitter. I don't know how long we're going to have to keep saying that, but we will for the time being. There's a lot going on as per usual. The company commandeered a user's at music handle, which is allowed, but not very nice. Also, Elon Musk offered to pay the legal bills for any users unfairly treated by employers due to their activity on the site, he says. Oh, and he is planning to stream his cage fight, apparently, with Mark Zuckerberg, which I guess is now back on. And apparently proceeds will be going to charities for veterans. All right, moving along. Apple will reportedly reveal its new iPhone 15 on September 12th or 13th, with sales beginning September 22nd. Features include a faster processor, better camera, and thank God, a USB-C charging option. All right, now for some newsy numbers. First, even a house full of bookings can't prevent Wall Street from demanding a refund from Airbnb. Case in point, The company's stock dipped after it reported bookings rose 11% year-over-year in Q2, Packing more than 115 million nights and experiences booked into Q2 sounds as good on paper as a four-star cozy bungalow, unless, of course, you've got Wall Street's high expectations. 
In their case, Airbnb's quarterly numbers sounded more like a, I don't know, glorified garden shed with a leaky faucet. Up next, with today's diners being as flaky as phyllo dough, restaurants are increasingly turning to reservation deposits that are applied to bills or refunded after meals. Per open table data, 28% of Americans admitted to being reservation no-shows at least once in 2021. All right, what else do we have here? The hobby games segment. Think trading card games, board games, card and dice games, and role-playing games. Seems to be playing its cards right. A spike in popularity during the pandemic has held up nicely, with North American sales up 7% last year, reaching $2.89 billion in 2022. That's up from $2.69 billion in 2021, $2.03 billion in 2020, and $1.68 billion in 2019. And last but not least, Pixar's Elemental started out as a slow box office flicker, but appears to have turned up the heat, clearing the $400 million mark and becoming the first animated movie with original intellectual property to do so since before COVID. By the way, by slow box office flicker, we mean it opened to just $29.6 million at the box office, the studio's worst opening ever when adjusted for inflation. And with that, Let's get to today's main story. Move over pea protein. Soy long, beet blood. Investors in search of greener pastures are looking to lab-grown meat nowadays, and it appears that means potentially moving away from plant-based alternatives or at least slowing down investments in that space. For instance... Sales of plant-based meat alternatives are dropping, according to data from Circana. The industry has dipped 19.8% year-over-year in units sold this summer, quite the fall compared to conventional meat purchases, down 2.9% year-over-year. And we are not going to sugarcoat it. Like we said, investor sentiment is down too. Beyond Meat stock has fallen 76% since the company's IPO. At Impossible Foods, employee shares have declined 89% in value since 2021, according to Bloomberg. Additionally, after venture funding for plant-based meat startups fell by half last year, companies raised just $75.2 million in Q1 of 2023, and I say just because that's down from $703 million in Q1 of 2022, according to PitchBook. Now, in comparison, cell-cultivated meat, or lab-grown meat, bagged $357 million in Q1 funding. Now, these kinds of proteins are grown in a bioreactor, and as Axios put it, emerge in the consistency of soup or pancake batter, which can then be shaped. Yum. So, since that consistency thing isn't a great consumer selling point, what exactly is? Now, for one, the production process is certainly cleaner than how we get our meat today. It's also greener. The lack of actual animals means the lack of actual animal parts, as well as things like less poop, less burps, less methane, as well as less overall land use. And at this point, the problem is there's just so little of this lab-grown meat out there. Just two companies, Upside Foods and Good Meat, have received regulatory approval to sell their cultivated chicken. And you can only eat it via two restaurants in the entire United States, one in San Francisco and one in Washington, D.C. Though, I will add, if you really, really want to buy it and cook it yourself, you can do that. For now, per Axios, it'll just involve flying to Singapore, the first country to approve cultivated meat in the world, this past 
December. And if anyone listening to this or any readers of The Hustle do in fact try this cultivated meat, let us know. Let us know how it tastes. We'll throw your review in the newsletter. All right, and bada bing, bada boom, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning in to The Hustle Daily Show. We're proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Ezra Trupiano. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. And if you're not subscribed to that, you really should be. So get on that at thehustle.co slash email. It's Monday. Let's get the week off to a good start. And we'll see you right back here tomorrow, bright and early. Hey, everybody, let me tell you about this great podcast that's available right now. Creator Science, hosted by Jay Klaus, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, which is the audio destination for business professionals. Creator Science goes behind the scenes with today's top creators. Through narrative interviews, Jay Klaus explores how creators like Tim Urban, James Clear, Tori Dunlap, and Cody Sanchez are building their audiences today. And by learning how these creators make a living with their art and creativity, Creator Science can help you gain tools and confidence to do exactly the same. I was actually listening to an episode recently where Jay had on Dr. K, who is a Harvard psychiatrist. And Dr. K helps a lot of creators with performance, burnout, and dealing with a lot of negative feedback online. It's a great hour of conversation with Dr. K, where Dr. K really breaks down what it means to be a creator today and the burnout that a lot of creators do experience and what to do when you get that burnout, because you will. And you can listen to Creator Science wherever you get your podcasts, and I definitely suggest it. Listen to Creator Science wherever you get your podcasts.